Welcome to Relationship Real Talk, Live the Life's podcast. For over 20 years, we have been dedicated to strengthening marriages and families through relationship education. For more information about us, you can visit us at livethelife.org. Welcome, everyone. I am here with Zakia Robinson, and we're here to talk about relationships after divorce. So Zakia actually works here with me at Live the Life, and she's written a book. It's called My Journey to Salvation, Give Thanks in Every Circumstances, or in Every Circumstance. And she's also married, and unfortunately, like me, she got divorced, but now she's re- remarried to an amazing man, Eric, and they have five children. So Zakia, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so I'm really excited to talk to you today because I feel like this is a topic that a lot of people, especially in the Christian community, don't really like talking about and don't really like focus on. So hopefully we can get some good information and um, just kind of see a little bit about your journey. So when you were married, what was the what was the thing in your first marriage that basically was like, you know what, I need to get out of this relationship? Well, it took a total of like nine years to like really even figure it out because when I um, initially got married, I did not know myself. So it was one of them things where I was still trying to figure out who I was, still trying to figure out what I liked. And then in the midst of that, I ended up getting into this relationship. Um, I became into a like a very dark place mentally, physically, emotionally. And that's I just really didn't think that was a good place for me to be in, especially as being a mom at that time. I would think it was like, my first two sons, that's when I really realized like something's not right. This isn't healthy. Um, I don't think this is what God have planned for me. And on top of that, I really didn't have a really good relationship with God. It's like Mm -hmm. I knew God, but I didn't have that relationship with God. So I didn't really even know what the biblical standards of a husband was, what a biblical standard of what a wife was. I didn't have that knowledge. Um, And so when it came to it, what really pushed me was knowing that I had three boys at the time when I finally did get divorced. I had three boys, well, have three boys, and I didn't want them to grow up to be the man that they saw their father um, or to even be in an unhealthy position or be like, okay, this is what relationships looks like Mm -hmm. when it really doesn't, you know. So just the like the cheating, the mental abuse, not really so much physical, but there was one altercation. Um, altercation of physical and I was like okay this is enough yeah absolutely so how did going through that experience where you know you you have this really dark place that you've been in and a relationship that you know everyone you know thinks when they get married it's gonna last forever and then you know unfortunately you get divorced and now it's kind of like what do I do how did that impact your future relationships it impacted my future relationships um, in a negative standpoint, I would say, because of when you're con- completely controlled by individually, mentally controlled um, from how you wear your hair, what kind of clothes you wear, how you put your makeup on. I mean, when you're controlled to that aspect, you don't know who you are. So coming out of that. I did not know mentally that I was put in a position where I did not want to be controlled. So I became the person that I left. Mm. Um, So I would get into relationships and they'd be like, man, like you, you really act like a guy. Like you have no emotional ties. Um, And I didn't realize that 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 that's a problem, especially as being Mm -hmm. a woman. God have created us to be emotional beings and to figure out that I didn't I no longer had that was an issue um it's like I would go from relationship to relationship and I would be fine with that and you know I had no emotional ties and it's like they it's like the more I did that the more it's like guys actually tried to push more towards me I guess Mm because it wasn't something that they're used to um 
And so really just being able to just handle myself in a different way and just trying to find out who I was, it it was a struggle because I didn't know who I was. Yeah. I would say also for me, I had a very controlling person as well. And so I, when I would go into, and I wouldn't say I had any like relationships because I was so scared of them, but like Mm -hmm. any kind of like, oh, let's go on a first date. Like I immediately wanted the control as well because I was like, I'm not going to let anyone control me again because I'm not going to put myself back in that situation and even to the point where I was like I had to learn kind of like what you're saying okay this person doesn't want to control me this person like Mm. a healthy person isn't gonna do that they I can trust them to take care of me and have emotions and it is safe for that whereas like all I had known was okay it is unsafe to have emotions to feel anything like those things are tools to use to control you so i had to realize like yeah i am a control freak now because Mm. of what has happened to me right um so what do you think is the biggest thing that you learned in the process of going through your relationship your divorce how did that what did you learn from that Mm, the biggest thing i think i took away is that um I had to have a relationship with God. That That's first. I yeah. think that even if I had a relationship with God the way that I have with him now, um, I don't know if outcome would have been differently. Um, but I do say that God and relationships is completely different, especially mm-hmm. being married to my husband now, um, which I guess we'll later talk about. But it's a complete difference when you put God in the midst of your relationship because yeah. God's able to deal with both of you and correct both of you. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to say that, you know, I see a lot of signs that God had shown me before I married this person, but I chose to ignore that. And then he sent people, you know, to say, hey, you know, this isn't this is not the the way you need to go. This is Mm -hmm. not the person you need to marry. I see signs. But then on the inside, you know, intimacy already happened. I was already pregnant with my first son. So I ignored those things. I'm like, oh, he'll change once we get married. And Mm -hmm. I think a lot of women, especially women, when we're emotional, we won't to have that relationship work out, especially when you have a child involved. Um, And I also learned to speak, um, to seek help and also speak out for help because a lot of times you hold a lot of stuff in Mm -hmm. and then when it finally hits, it's like it's all coming out and now you have like this big mess, um, emotional mess. Um, And to talk about your issues is a big thing Um, because I was very sheltered and I was very isolated because I was in a completely different state than when my family was. So, A lot of things that happened to me, they had no idea about. Yeah. And that is such a good point that like a lot of the times when you're in that situation, you do feel isolated. You do feel like, okay, there's nothing I can do. I just have to stay. But there are so many resources. And like if you're a woman listening to this and you're like, oh, I don't know. There are no resources. Please feel free to reach out to us. We have so many resources for you. Um, You are not alone. A lot of women have gone through what you're going through. Um, And so kind of to that, the steps, what were some steps that you took that, you know, did help you grow from being in that really awful relationship to now you're married and you're, Mm. you have a wonderful marriage. So what were some of the steps that you took to get to where you are now? So some of the steps, um, I would say, definitely say I had to learn to know who I was. Mm -hmm. So that was step one was 
it's hard to be in a relationship with someone if you don't even know who you are. So I started to date myself. I started to go to the movies by myself. I mm-hmm. started to go out to eat by myself. Wow. Like I started to even shop. And even shopping for myself was a difficult task because like I would find things that I like. Mm-hmm. But then I was I noticed that I was starting to critique the things that the person said didn't look right on me. So I would be wow. like, okay, I don't I don't like this because I need, you know, this doesn't look right on, you know, in certain mm-hmm. areas. And I had to say no. I like this. Yeah. I'm going to buy this. It looks good to me. Yeah. So that was step one. Um, step two was actually came later, actually. But I seeked counsel, which I wish I would have seeked it right after the divorce. But mm-hmm. I end up seeking it after I got married because things and issues and emotions started to yeah. to show up. And I'm like, wow, I didn't realize that these emotions was here. Yeah. Um, so those are, I will say was the two biggest things that I did was definitely get to know yourself, date yourself and seek counsel. Yeah. I love that. The dating yourself. I really, mm-hmm. really like that. A lot of people, like I did go to the movies a lot, um, by myself and people were like, Oh, that's so weird. But it's like, no, yeah. like it's actually really like cathartic to go to a movie yeah. by yourself and just like have that time and spend it with yourself. So I really like that. Yeah. Um, And I'll say, too, like a lot of women who've been in our situation who got married, thought it was going to be forever, ended up getting divorced. And now they're like faced with this overwhelming like, okay, I have to reenter the dating pool. Right. So for someone that's, you know, who went back into the dating pool, like what were some things you did to make sure you didn't get back in the same kind of relationship you'd already been in? Yeah, I think the biggest thing that I did was my heart was really guarded. Um, mm-hmm. If I saw an inch or an ounce or yeah. <laughs> a speck of something that I have just came out of, they were out the door. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it was really hard for anyone to like really emotionally get connected to me because I was not emotional anymore. Mm-hmm. I didn't have an emotional drive for another human. Like it was just <laughs> like, I, I know I'm good. You know, I have my yeah. boys and I'm just going to focus on them. I will love them. But emotionally, I was cut off from the yeah. world. Yeah. So, and then even, so we'll talk about Eric in a second, but as you re-enter the dating pool and you have kids, how did that affect your experience in the dating scene? It seemed like I would get more, <laughs> I would literally get more people trying to talk to me when my kids were with me than without me. Really? Wow. <laughs> I did. Um, you know, they didn't see a ring on my finger. You know, that seemed like you can notice where their eyes go. It's like they look for a ring first. Yeah. And when they didn't, it's like literally, they would literally try to talk to me. When I had my kids with me versus without me. But it wasn't as bad. Um, I, I have a schedule where I have my boys week on, week off. Mm-hmm. So I would typically go and do the dating during the weeks that I didn't have them. And then when I had them, my, my um, focus was completely completely on the boys. Yeah. Um, you know, the relationship dating stuff. We like to like put a pause for a week and then yeah. pick up the next week. So it wasn't as hard as I um, thought it would be. Because especially being in um, those of use of um, relationships mentally you know and they tell you oh no, you're not gonna find nobody no yeah. one's gonna want to be with you you know yeah. you kind of that kind of sticks with you yeah so I really thought that being single was going to be a like a really hard issue especially going back into the dating phase yeah. I think that a lot of women are really afraid of that too where like I definitely was told that you know no one else is ever gonna love you and all that kind of stuff and even adding children to the mix it's like okay well who's gonna want me with kids mm-hmm. but I'm gonna have us now talk about Eric so tell us about Eric how was he different what what made you know okay this guy's worth me dating all right so Eric um it's funny you know, just thinking about it because he had actually inboxed me from Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I was just like, 
you know, how lame is really what I thought. But I was just like, okay, it's Instagram. So when he reached out to me, we started having a conversation, but his conversation was different. It was more mature. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, hmm, you know, this is a little different. But I did go through a phase where, I, you know, I told him I didn't want to be in a relationship and, you know, to, you know, I'll just end the conversation here, which he respected. Yeah. But eventually I ended up revisiting that message and I asked him um, about his relationship with God. And this is when I knew that he was different because he had told me that um, God was his foundation. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't think I've ever heard yeah. a man say that yeah. when you when it comes to a relationship with God. And I was like, ding, it's like a light came on. Yeah. And um, that's when I actually allowed myself and opened myself up back to vulnerability and back with emotions because he was different. We would pray together. Um, we actually fasted together one time. So it was a completely different relationship. Yeah. And so now as you're in a marriage and, you know, not ever, no marriage is perfect, not right. at all, but you're obviously, it's a healthy relationship. Absolutely. So how has that, what does that look like for you now in this healthy relationship with Eric? Now is, like I said in the beginning, keeping God in the midst of it. It's what keeps us going because mm-hmm. um, if I'm doing something wrong, God deals with me and vice versa. Um, it's completely different feeling. It's one of those things where, you know, if you argue, the person's not trying to manipulate you, yeah. trying to take control of you. He's actually after your best interest mm-hmm. and not just trying to manip- manipulate the way so that it fits his um, need. Yeah. So it, it's a completely different feeling. Wow. And that's so awesome and so inspiring for a lot of people out there. I mean, especially myself included, like being in a new relationship, having all these triggers, like Mm -hmm. you said, like, you know, you went through them in marriage and like I'm over here, you know, five years past my divorce, single and like just started dating someone and like feeling like, oh, man, I did all this work on myself and I'm really ready to date. And then actually starting to really seriously date someone and being like, oh, my God. Right. I didn't deal with anything. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> so like it's really awesome like to have, you know, gone through that process, actually done the work and like have someone that's going to be worthy of your trust mm-hmm. and be there to be like, "Hey, listen, like it's okay that you're feeling this thing these things. It's okay that you're being triggered right now. Like you've been through a lot and like mm. understanding that. And even Eric came from a previous relationship mm-hmm. as well. So I'm sure he had empathy towards you. Like, hey, mm-hmm. like we're in this together. Like we're right. learning how to do this healthy thing together. Um, and so just what what's some advice or whatever you can give to someone who's maybe in the middle of a situation where they're kind of feeling maybe hopeless? I would definitely say um, when you feel hopeless, you're actually vulnerable to receiving help. It's Mm -hmm. just that we don't know how to ask for help. So I would definitely say seek um, counsel for, I would say spiritual counseling. It was the best for me. That's Mm -hmm. that's exactly what I did. I seek spiritual counseling. They gave me tools. Um, They showed me how to pray. I mean, it's, it really helps. Um, and that's the thing. We have to allow God in. We have to be able to be vulnerable enough to allow God in to help and, yeah. and to clear up that. And um, rely on someone that you know you can trust, that you can call on. Um, was a definitely something that helped me, which was happened to be my husband. Because like I said, I didn't realize that I had problems still until actually we got married. Yeah. And like, like you just said, mm-hmm. you got triggered, you yeah. know, and you're like, where's this coming from? I thought right. I've dealt with this yeah. when really you haven't dealt with it. You just kind of stuffed it all down because you didn't have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to get to that point. So if you're going through something, getting re- already, already divorced, it's time to start to seek counsel for yourself. Absolutely. 
So thank you so much, Zakia. It was awesome to talk to you. Um, thanks everyone for listening. I hope you feel educated, encouraged, and empowered to thrive in whatever relationship you're in.